This podcast is brought to you by the Village of Bedford Park, your home for business. Over 450 businesses strong and growing with a safe, reliable Lake Michigan water supply. Visit VOBPBiz.com and bring your business home to the Village of Bedford Park. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now, the WBBM Noon Business Hour. And welcome to the Friday edition of the Noon Business Hour. For Rob Hart, I'm Jim Goodis. We'll be talking about the fact that there are some advantages to buying a home in winter. We'll talk about that in our next segment. But first, December's government jobs report will last read on employment growth in 2022. Shows the labor market remains strong, even as the Federal Reserve raised interest rates. And joining us to talk about that, Diane Swank, the chief economist at KPMG here in Chicago. Diane, thanks for coming back and talking with us about these latest job numbers. And first of all, I just want to get your take on what these numbers are and what they mean. Well, there's no question that the numbers were good in in the sense that they were still solid gains. We had a reduction in the unemployment rate to 3.5% for all the right reasons. Not only did the number of the unemployed shrink in the overall labor force, but more people threw their hat in the ring to participate in the labor force. That's good news. We also saw some cooling in wages. That's welcome news to the Federal Reserve, although it did represent some stress to individual workers. Multiple job holders actually returned close to the peaks we hit back in February of 2020. That had been one area where we've been seeing, you know, increasing wages had been enabling some workers to live on one paycheck instead of multiple paychecks. That's no longer the case. So you referred to it, I think, the last time we spoke as sort of the Goldilocks effect. I guess it's not too hot, not too cold, just right. Is that kind of the way we look at these numbers today? It's certainly the way the stock market's looking at it. Um, The Fed's not taking the same kind of victory lap. They're still in this marathon, and what they're worried about is that we could hit a floor that's too high on inflation, and they're not willing to stop yet. The financial markets are saying, hey, maybe this means a soft landing and a Goldilocks um, economy is back. It is the closest to a Goldilocks scenario that does not make it a fairy tale. And I think that's the important delineation at this stage of the game is that the Fed is in this for the long haul. And they're looking at the larger economic picture. And that is even with a major slowing in inflation in the month of December, which comes out next week, that data, we're still going to see over 6% consumer price inflation. The core uh, readings of inflation are going to be well over 5%. A year ago at this point in time, the Fed thought that we could get to 3.5% unemployment rates and see less than 3% core inflation. That's a big difference from where we're at right now. So looking down the road as we proceed into 2023, as an economist, Diane, what are the things that concern you the most and what are the things that give you the most reason for optimism? Well, I think the most optimistic view is that we've been so remarkably resilient through this burst of inflation, and we have generated so many new paychecks this year. That has helped to keep 
aggregate incomes afloat, even as individuals felt the burn of inflation and erosion in their purchasing power. And now that inflation is beginning to cool, that's optimistic as well. Um, What I'm concerned about is things like the purchasing managers indices and the ISM indices, not only for manufacturing rolling over into contraction territory, but we're also seeing contraction territory in services. That's something that tends to be a big indicator of recession down the road. And I think that's where the worry is, is that we're not going to get through this period of time. As good as this one report looks, this is not enough for the Fed to declare victory and that we're going to see an increase in the unemployment rate before we're done. My fear is that three and a half percent lows on the unemployment rate won't hang around for very long. And if we don't do more to increase productivity growth, it's going to be harder and harder for us to stay at those low levels of unemployment even after we get through this bout of inflation. That's Diane Swank, the chief economist at KPMG here in Chicago. Diane, thanks so much as always. Coming up, it's a great time of year to go house hunting, and we'll explain why. Compounding your interest with an economy of words, this is the WBBM Noon Business Hour. It's wave season. It's the three-month period from now until the end of March when cruise lines send a tidal wave of promotions and offer a host of great deals. And here to help us find which of those deals are the right ones for us, Angie Rice, the co-founder of Boutique Travel Advisors based in Scottsdale. By the way, you'll want to check out Angie's website, travelbta.com. So Angie, lay it on me. What's going on with cruises and how can you get a great deal on one? First, you have to know where you want to go or at least the cruise line that appeals to you. So I like to break down the categories as follows. You have the adventure cruisers. So those are oftentimes are sailing to places like South America and Alaska. And then you've got the mass market cruise, which is great for families. So brands like Royal and NCL. And then you have the luxury market. So you have to kind of know which cruise line and then within that cruise line, what specials are they offering? And there are a lot of specials going on. And you're right, it's wave season. And that's important too, because I think a lot of people, maybe if they aren't familiar with cruising, might think that, you know, like a a Royal Caribbean cruise would be, well, it's just like a carnival cruise or a princess cruise or whatever. And big differences in not only the amenities and the services, but just the feel and whether it's right for you. For example, are you single or are you a parent with a bunch of kids? Very true. For example, a lot of times people think that the luxury cruise lines are outside their price market, but what they fail to realize is that cruise lines like Regent and Silver Seas, they oftentimes include most of their excursions in the fair price, which in the end, if you're adding up all of those a la carte excursions, oftentimes you get an overall better value when you're cruising with those luxury lines. Now, they tend to be more adult-oriented than family-oriented. So if you're traveling with a a family, looking at cruise lines like, for example, Celebrity, NCL, they have almost like a hotel or a boutique product within their bigger ships. NCL has the Haven, and it's a completely different experience when you book a suite in the Haven. I have to ask you this, because I think I might know the answer, but I'm not sure. I'm sure the the pre-holiday and the holiday period, very busy for cruise lines. But it seems that this would be the time of year, January to the end of March, when especially if you live in this kind of climate, you want to get away and you want to go somewhere on a nice cruise, maybe to a warm destination. So why is it yes. that the why is it that the cruise lines 
are doing such heavy promotions from now through the end of March? Sure. Typically, we find that the end of the year is when these promotions really um, start becoming available. But we're seeing extensions. For example, Norwegian has a special that was extended. It was supposed to end December 27th. It's now through January 31st. And that's reductions to deposits. So it's really great when you can save on the deposit, especially when you're not 100% sure whether you're going to sale. And it gives you the opportunity to also look into refundable deposits so that you have flexibility. Norwegian is doing a a promo where it's 50% off the cruise fare. The Royal is really promoting savings on air. So if you book a cruise with Royal, you definitely want to evaluate whether it makes sense to bundle your cruise with the air. There's adventure cruise lines like UnCruise, which I think is just a fantastic way to experience places like Alaska. They're doing um, pre-land discounts where you can get a free night at a hotel. The luxury cruise lines, in fact, Regent's running a special where they're calling it the Wave Offer, and they're giving free two-category upgrades. So people who typically want to book those higher-end suites, now's the time to really look into whether there's some savings associated with booking now. Well, sadly, we have to wave goodbye to Angie Rice, the co-founder of Boutique Travel Advisors based in Scottsdale. Now, with all that information, if that was a little much or you want to check out more or you're thinking about going on a cruise, check out this website because they'll have a lot of answers for you. TravelBTA.com. That's TravelBTA.com. Still ahead on Entrepreneur Friday, a Chicago company that takes premium chocolate to the next level. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. And uh, for Rob Hart, I'm Jim Goodis. These are the top stories on News Radio WBBM. President Biden bestows the Presidential Citizens Medal on those who protected the Capitol two years ago. It seems as though Kevin McCarthy is getting closer to becoming the next House Speaker. Mixing premium quality chocolate with creative and exotic flavors is how our Entrepreneur Friday guest found success in business and a book that changed investing forever by popularizing the idea of indexing celebrates 50 years. On Wall Street, celebrating a little bit today with the Dow up 563 points, the S&P 500 up 68, and the Nasdaq is up 198 points. AccuWeather says we'll have a cloudy high of 34 Then we'll have a clearing low of 18 in some of the western suburbs, 26 by the lake tonight. Right now, it's cloudy and 30 at O'Hare at 1231. Washington is marking the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol two years ago. Members of Congress gathered outside of the Capitol to honor and remember the officers who died and were injured during the riot. Representative Hakeem Jeffries led the ceremony on the steps. We are gathered here to honor their memory and acknowledge with deep gratitude the tremendous bravery of the hundreds of officers who defended us at this citadel of democracy that fateful day. The president gave 12 people the Presidential Citizens Medal for the first time since he took over the White House. 
House Republicans are getting closer to electing GOP leader Kevin McCarthy as Speaker of the new Congress. On the fourth day of grueling debate and voting, a number of holdouts are switching to him. McCarthy tells reporters as he arrived at the Capitol, quote, in his words, we're going to shock you. No deals with the holdouts have been announced, but his progress was striking, according to political observers. It's 1232. It's 60 minutes of financial planning. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Well, stocks are higher today, and joining us to talk about what's behind the rally on Wall Street, Jim Awad, the Senior Managing Director at Clearstead Advisors based in New York. Well, it seems the street likes the job numbers today. What do you think about them? Well, it was significant in that it increased the chances of uh, the soft landing. You had uh, job growth moderate but remain strong, and you had uh, wage increases moderate, which means that uh, for now it seems that the economy is growing but decelerating, and an inflation, while it's still high, might also be decelerating, and that raised the chances that the Fed can get away with maybe one or two more 25 basis point rate increases rather than one or two more 50 rate uh, uh, rate incre- 50 basis point rate increases. So for the moment, the markets are embracing the uh, uh, the soft landing uh, scenario. Uh, I'd like to point out that this will be tested over coming months, uh, but you probably put for now a floor under the market and stop the the um, erosion of stock prices until we get more data over coming weeks. Jim, how much of this is due to the Fed's policy? How much of this is due to just market forces? Or what is it that seems to be, at least at the moment, uh, getting us on the right trajectory for some kind of landing? Yeah, well, it's a combination. In terms of of market forces, you have solved a lot of the supply chain issues, uh, which has alleviated um, uh, inflation in, in the goods sector. Uh, also, you've, you've satisfied a lot of the demand that you had in the goods sector. So manufacturing and retailing uh, are all slowing down and prices moderating and in some cases actually going down. Uh, so that's, that's a, a, a matter of market forces. And then, of course, the Fed raising rates 450 basis points in, in a period of nine months is also creating moderating demand in interest rate sensitive sectors of the economy. So it's a combination of market forces and what the Fed is doing. And uh, stay tuned, more news to come. What we we need to get a handle on now is what is the effect of all these rate increases going to be on corporate profits in the remaining, uh, in 2023. And we're going to start to get corporate earnings reports next week and forward-looking guidance, which should give us uh, much more insight into that critical issue. Jim, what's your thought on what we're going to see there? Uh, My guess is it's not bad. It's not bad. You know, the economy grew in the fourth quarter at uh, a reasonable rate, according to the Atlanta Fed. Uh, and that should allow it won't it won't be a in um, uh, any sort of a major disappointment in corporate profits. Of course, it's company by company, but what you have to look at is the forward-looking guidance from corporations, and none of us know what that's going to be because we don't know what the effect of all these rate increases. Uh, you know, the rate increases are incremental and take effect with a lag. The companies are probably seeing the effects before we do, so let's see what they have to say. And how much concern is there, Jim, I guess there always is, that the Fed might overshoot? Because, as you say, the results lag, you know, the moves in the Fed rate. 
Right, so right. how much how much concern is there that they're going to overshoot? And then, uh, unfortunately, things may be looking fairly steady now, but uh, uh, we might miss the target. Right. Well, that could happen. I mean, the Fed the Fed was behind the curve uh, uh, by being easy too long, and they could end up being behind the curve on staying uh, uh, hard uh, too long. Uh, the Fed officials, we have to see how they react to today's news. Uh, you did have Bostic comment, and he, he took note of it, but said it's not going to change his opinion. So I would say uh, at the next Fed meeting, we'll see how much they raise and what they say going forward in terms of the March meeting. And the market will take its cue as to overkill uh, when that happens in February, you know, it's not that far away. So the clue, the short-term clue will be corporate earnings, and then the next leg will be what the Fed says and does. That's Jim Awad, the Senior Managing Director at Clearstead Advisors, LLC in New York. Jim, thanks as always. Up next on Entrepreneur Friday, taking the art of making chocolate and turning it into a business. Money Talks, as the WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. It's Entrepreneur Friday, and today we meet a Chicago chocolatier who infuses premium chocolate with an eclectic mix of ingredients and flavors. Sounds wonderful. We welcome Katrina Markoff, the founder and chocolatier at Vosch Chocolate. That's located at 2950 North Oakley Avenue here in Chicago. By the way, you'll want to check out the website, voshchocolate.com. So, Katrina, tell me about just the wonderful ways in which you make chocolate, as hard as it is to believe, even better. Because chocolate's pretty good to start with. So how do you make it even better? Um, Well, we do basically storytelling through chocolate. I travel around the world a lot and get inspired from other cultures and tend to bring a story into what I really found when I was traveling into the chocolates and use ingredients from those, those, that land and those people and look, really look for the highest energetic foods that exist because people that really care for um, the plants usually transfer a lot of great energy into the ingredients that we then use into the chocolate and you can really feel it and taste it. So tell me, about some of the unique mixes that you have that, you know, maybe there are some that people would say, oh, of course, that makes sense, or, oh, yeah, but there's something that maybe people go, really? And then they try it and they go, yeah, "Yeah, I get it. (laughs) Right, probably the most interesting one that we're known for is the bacon and chocolate. Um, But we also do interesting, you know, ceremonial green tea matcha. And for Valentine's Day, we're doing like a 528 hertz frequency that is meant to be a healing uh, love frequency, and you can actually taste the sweetness that it imposes by just infusing it with sound. Now, without so we, giving away a secret, I got to ask, how does that work? Um, it's it's really just um, a frequency, a 528 hertz frequency that you can inf- that you basically tone certain music to, hmm. and when the chocolate is crystallizing because it's liquid, then we mold it and then it crystallizes to to set up in that cooling chamber it we're playing that sound and how did you come upon what was it again 528 megahertz right yeah yeah so um it's basically an, an ancient um solfeggio frequency that's been studied in science and when i did the grateful dead collection i really wanted to infuse the chocolates with their music and i started researching more and more about the effects of 
sound on the body, of the effects of sound on water. And there's some pretty interesting research on it. And I, and I started to play around with how does it affect taste? And it really makes things feel more congruent and even a little bit sweeter. So Katrina, you obviously are finding success, but that's not always guaranteed when you get into this kind of creative business like this. So mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. advice do you have for someone who is getting into something where, you know, for example, you're finding unique and special ways to make chocolate even better, more unique, more in tune with your customer. For for those who are looking to make, start a creative business, even if it isn't mm-hmm. food, what's your advice on how to find the right recipe or the right combination or the right product? I mean, I think, you know, for me, it's very much connected to something that resonates with me. Like if I'm really passionate about it and I can speak to someone about it with conviction, I usually know it's right, especially when people think it sounds a little bit weird, but I am so convicted that I know it's something like a a knowing that it's going to be successful. And I just follow my instincts a lot like that. Um, And if I can kind of, kind of defend my 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 belief from all the different angles i usually know that's right so it's it's a trust within yourself and and being careful not to listen to too many other people and water down your own idea because you've got to love it and you've got to feel connected to it enough where you can really stand behind what you're doing and it makes sense now as an entrepreneur we've talked about how you succeeded is there anything that you wish you had done differently from the start that maybe another entrepreneur could benefit from? I mean, I would say like um, you can't you can't always just delegate to everyone. You have to be involved, even though you as you build your team, you want to think everybody's going to do their job. It it doesn't really work like that. You have to really be connected to everyone on your team, and you have to you know, question things and you have to sometimes trust, but you have to be involved and you can't just be hands off, um, figure out what those key metrics are for each position and make sure you hold people accountable to that. And it's very clear what the expectations are. That's Katrina Markoff, the founder and chocolatier at Vosh Chocolate, located at 2950 North Oakley Avenue here in Chicago. And again, you'll want to take a look at their website. That's Vosh, and let me spell that for you because it's a little different. It's V-O-S-G-E-S, VoshChocolate.com. Still to come, taking a random walk down Wall Street will explain the only program dedicated to currency events. You're listening to the WBBM Noon Business Hour. The famous investment book, A Random Walk Down Wall Street by Dr. Burton Malkiel, turns 50. And that book's concept was revolutionary at the time and still holds up today as we hear from Mark Holbert, the investment columnist for the Wall Street Journal, Barron's, and Market Watch in Washington. So it is a 50-year-old book, but again, it, it really holds up well, especially in 2023. And, you know, I guess it's one of those things that some truisms just stay true and, and some factors are just basic truths of what we need to know about investing. I think that's right. It turns out that uh, I think... Uh, and I was true of myself as a young man. I thought that people could beat the market. And I think everyone goes through a similar process of of uh, somehow coming up against uh, Burton Malkiel's thesis that the markets are random. 
and uh, fighting against it. And then as we get older, we realize how true it is. And so it's it's fitting that we look back after a 50 year height, a uh, 50 year period and realize just how true it is. And I just think of one statistic that really brings it home. Uh, you can take uh, any period of time, let's say a five year period, you see how many managers beat the market. It's very few. But then what you do is you take that subset that beats the market and look to see how many of them beat the market in the subsequent five-year period. And it turns out it's little better than a, than a coin flip. So not only are there very few people who can beat the market, but among those who can, there are very few of them who can repeat it more than once. And unfortunately, the statistics really look very uh, similar to uh, what you'd get from a coin flip. And in a way, I would think that the fact that this holds up and it has held up for 50 years kind of explains in part why long term is really the strategy for most investors in terms of not getting overly concerned when you have volatility in the market or or you have a sudden dip, that it, it isn't something that you necessarily try to beat or try to react to maybe in so much quick, immediate terms, but looking at the long-term strategy. I think that's absolutely right. I saw a statistic the other day that really brings that home, and that was that if you take the five worst days away from 2022 last year, it turns out the market was actually up a little bit, I think, if I saw the statistic right. So basically, you could say that the, uh, the all of 2022's bear market came down to five days. Well, those are not five days in a row. Those are five days more or less randomly sprinkled through the calendar. And so if you tried to react after the market plunged, of course, you got in too late. And so it, what happens is that uh, not only should you focus on the long term, it turns out that you and I are just not quick enough to react because you have a lot of professionals who are ready to react in nanoseconds, really, whenever there's a development. So we're perennially too late let alone we really didn't have computerized training 50 trading 50 years ago so things have moved and they're moving much more quickly mark holbert the investment columnist for the wall street journal barons and marketwatch.com out of washington always great to get your perspective if you missed any part of today's noon business hour we'll have the replay podcast available shortly at wbbmnewsradio.com and the odyssey app T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. 
Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.